Welcome to Tracklisting, the podcast where a musician, a comedian, a painter, review old albums for some reason. Nick. Chris. And I am Caleb. I don't know why we stopped saying who we were <laughs> saying our names now. Uh, we have a guest again this week. Another guest. That's, Hello. That's right. Uh, star of stage and screen. Uh, you may know him from Wicked, Hairspray, Legally Bond, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Give it up for Brian West, everybody. Brian. Hey. Or as I like to call myself, your second biggest fan. Second biggest fan. Yeah, <laughs> friend of the pod. Friend, friend of, of ours. Pod. Good friend of ours. Yeah. yeah. And Brian's got a pick this week. You want to tell us what it is? My pick? Yeah. Lost Boys. Lost Boys! Yeah, the Lost Boys. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. Thank you for having me, too. We're excited you're here. Thank you for coming. Uh, This was a film that I owned on VHS and a soundtrack that I owned on tape. Tell us, Grandpa! (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Uh, It's funny, I rewatched it a couple nights ago. I'd I'd seen it again recently, but I rewatched it with Steph, who had never seen it. And uh, I was struck with how good it looked because I guess I was so used to the VHS. Yeah. Um, but it's like a, it's got high production values. This was a good looking film. How about the soundtrack? Uh, well, let's get into it. <laughs> Wait, I have a good story about this movie. <laughs> All right, yeah. go ahead. So I was 10 years old when this movie came out. And uh, I was at the mall with my mom and saw that it was playing there. And I begged her to go see it. Yeah. She's like, Brian, it's rated R. <laughs> and I said, I know, but I really want to see this movie. <laughs> She's like, if there is one breast or cursing, we are leaving. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to take that chance. And luckily, and then we stayed for the whole thing. And amazing. it was amazing. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say the sexiest thing in this movie is that Rob Lowe poster. <laughs> what about Jim Morrison, man? He's all over this. Movie. What about the sax guy? <laughs> I would say Jason Patrick. Is the sexiest thing in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Let's get into it. This is, um, who do we have first? Jimmy Barnes and In Excess with Good Times. Sunday Night Football. (laughs) All right. It's got a good beat. Not a bad start. Not a bad start. So this is a very cover-heavy soundtrack, kind Mm -hmm. of uh, surprisingly. The easy beats were kind of like the the Beatles of Australia. And then the singer, um, what's his name? Jimmy Barnes. He's the lead singer of a band called like Cold Chisel or something, which are kind of like maybe the Credence Clearwater of Australia. And then In Excess are just the In Excess of Australia. In Excess. I love In Excess. So good. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Barnes is actually playing a concert at a Holiday Inn in the Maldives tomorrow. If anyone's interested, guys, I just happened to see that. Surprise! I got his tickets. Yeah, he's still rocking. All right, Jimmy Barnes. Uh, yeah, so this I think the soundtrack came out just a little bit before Kick, the kind of NXS's best album. The one with uh, Need You Tonight on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Devil Inside. Oh yeah, so good. That's it. Michael Hutchins. He yeah, was, smoke show. He was bears a striking yeah. resemblance to some of the characters in this yeah, movie. I was saying, yeah, he's a real Patrick, that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's the name that they keep chanting at the beginning when they're all on motorcycles? It's like they're all Michael, Michael, yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael. Uh, Michael. I mean, over at the under, beginning, <laughs> yeah, over under on how many times Michael? Michael. So That's actually, <laughs> I you guys should play because I have the number right here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so who wants to Price is Right style? All right, closest, Michael counts. Closest without going over. Okay. How many times is the word Michael said in this film? I'm gonna go hard. Eighty-seven. 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 Brian, I'm gonna go 130. Ooh, I'll go right in the. Mm, I'm gonna say 75. The winner tonight is Nick. Shit. It is spoken 118 times. Oh, oh it just was over. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be a really good drinking Dang. game. Yeah. Every time they say Michael. Michael's. It's all <laughs> You just die. I couldn't quite tell. So this movie uh, is based kind of loosely on Peter Pan. That's the Lost Boys. And so uh, the original script, uh, first of all, everybody was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that would make sense. Second of all, I think the main character was named Peter. Yeah. So mm. maybe they made a point of having like the name Peter spoken a lot, and then when it was switched Peter, to Michael, they Peter, just Peter. it was either that You're or it was it just pizza? like I don't know. People on set just kept saying it. it like I didn't notice it until uh, a lot of the the three of us watched it uh, about two years ago, and I, I was kind of laughing because I've seen this movie maybe ten times. It's one of my I think best eighties uh, all time hits. Yeah, 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 I would agree. Um, Chris is currently wearing a Lost Boys T shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check the Facebook, check the Instagram. Are you page. an empire? Uh, well, you know what I mean. Uh, no, but yeah, this, the, the the most recent time I watched, I was like, oh my god, it's it's almost uh, the Arrested Development sort of Michael. Michael. <laughs> there are oh, yeah. scenes where they're like uh, they're on motorcycles, like circling the house, and you just hear people saying Michael over and over. But also, just in casual conversation. Like, Corey Haim is like, Michael, you're my brother. What are you talking about, Michael? And you're like, why are you keep saying his name all the time? <laughs> yeah, that scene of vroom, vroom, Michael, vroom, vroom. Oh, my God. Come outside. What was Joel Schumacher thinking with this? Did he come in and just, like, take a Peter Pan idea and just turn it into this, like, uh, Sex cells. teeny, mm-hmm. witchy yeah. vampire thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what he did. That's yeah. why exactly why I wanted yeah. to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter Pan with vampires. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nikki, what's our second track? Second track, who do we got? This is Lou Graham with Lost in the Shadows. In parentheses, The Lost Boys. The going rate for this soundtrack on Amazon is currently $4. Oh, okay. What format? It's not bad. CD. Uh, CD. Oh, boo. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I call a tenor right there, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was singing high. <laughs> Say hello to the night. That's classic uh, Lou Graham. Lou Graham yeah. from uh, Foreigner, right? Yeah. yeah. He's oh, it's the Foreigner, Foreigner guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The Lou Graham. Oh. Thought he sounded familiar. I think this this song was supposed to be the big uh, theme for Lost Boys, but it was eclipsed by a later track that we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah, this scene in the movie is really good, though. The motorcycle yeah. chase oh, yeah. on the uh, on the beach with their dirt bikes, which so is good. so awesome. Yeah, and I would join them in a second. <laughs> They get to live forever and ride motorcycles right, on the right. beach. At the beginning of this movie, there's um, there's a lot of talk about. So the family is moving to this uh, this beachfront community from Phoenix, I think, yeah, to Santa Carla. And these high school kids, there's a lot of whinging about this weird town they're moving to, which is like 
especially for a high schooler, the coolest place you would ever see. Yeah. yeah. Everyone hangs out and has like, you know, raves on the beach yeah. and there's like comic like there's, stores yeah, there's and fucking a, arcades. There's like a the roller coaster walk. going every day. Right. <laughs> Bonus town. This is like a dream. Like, oh, Phoenix was so much better than this. <laughs> They're moving to Santa Cruz. I think they, they couldn't call it Santa Cruz because to get the permits to shoot there. Yeah. Uh, Santa Cruz apparently was a little bit of a hot spot for some... Uh, 1980s murdering, so they had yeah, the to, murder capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, jeez, <laughs> so, not so, Bangkok. So, <laughs> so this is set in uh, Santa Clara. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, well, so, or Santa Carla. Santa Carla. There is Santa a Santa Carla. Clara, which is like oh, yeah. a little bit outside of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, just one of those Santa, you know, yeah. something towns. I thought it was Santas. a real town. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be honest though. With, even with all the uh, the missing people posters everywhere, it looks pretty nice. I would, I, it would be my dream. It'd be exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You There's might the, lose your kid, but it's fine. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's worth the trip. <laughs> and they live in like a really cool uh, like lodge i guess uh, like grandpa's the like, gra- grandpa's house is like my dream yeah like <laughs> seriously really cool it's my dream wait it's i want to hear more i want to hear about more of this lodge i don't know if i remember the lodge. it's where grandpa lives they're grandpa. kind of they're up on this hill i think the house was actually like a set that they built because they mm-hmm. blow the thing up pretty good mm-hmm. but they're like yeah on this hill like overlooking santa clara 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 it's Carlos. Carlos. Santa. It's a Carlos. Carlos Santana. So Grandpa was living there alone, but the the house is like split into like four parts. He has like a whole part for his taxidermy, which I also love. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, his tacky yeah. taxidermy. He's got a bonus room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this place is nice. Yeah. These kids are living a dream. Uh, they are. They their mom is their mom is the cutest mom ever. Diane West. Yeah. Diane Weist. Weist. Oh. She's a Weist. Yeah, Weist mode. She's he's hot off of an Oscar. She won an Oscar I like the year that. before. Oh, really? Hannah and her sisters. Hannah and her sisters. Oh. Uh, on film. Yeah. And um, she's also the mom in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. So that's what I kind of know her from. And, and, and that movie, oh, Parenthood, which uh, I loved. The Birdcage. She's, uh, yeah. she's a mom Jean in Birdcage. Ha- Jean Hackman's. She's, yeah, Calista Fluckhart's She's mom. so good. Yeah. You guys are spiraling. <laughs> 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 we got to do track three. Diane Weisthole. Sorry. <laughs> Classic. We've got a cover. This is Roger Daltrey performing Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. The tube is red It's funny, out of all all the people from The Who, it was Pete Townsend had like more hits as a solo artist. Right. And like Pete Townsend hates being in, uh, a musician. <laughs> he hates performing. <laughs> he hates recording. But he had the uh, Let My Love Open the Door, which is a great song. Oh, yeah, yeah like that. that's right. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This is like a bad uh, Elton John cover. Yeah. I like the Elton John um, duet that he did. Oh, with George Michael. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. I like that the, one. That's the original, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, it was originally Elton John right. put out on I Just think, Solo. Caribou or whatever, and then, mm-hmm. and then they brought it back. Yeah. Crazy. Elton's always been like really good at making a hit happen like multiple times. Yeah. Oh, for He's sure. Awesome. Yeah. I thought it was weird that they put this song this early in the soundtrack 
since mm-hmm. it was a, the credit. The I mean, it's credits. better for the end, I feel like, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, but. yeah, this plays over, like, w- after the credits are yeah. even over. It's yeah, like it's the, like, the, the, the clear-out se- scene. It's the second song in the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second <laughs> song in the Get credits. Out of the theater, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're going, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, uh, I, I, like, read that uh, Schumacher, to get in excess to, uh, to be on the soundtrack, he, like, offered, he, like, directed one of their videos in exchange. Ah, a little uh, quid pro quo. And apparently Kiefer Sutherland only did this movie because he heard that NXS was going to be involved. Ah, sweet. And I feel like Daltrey, I think, for some reason, really wanted to be on the soundtrack. And then he just like got put at the very end of the credits or something. Everybody, this is real Hollywood, man. Everybody's getting something from somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Daltrey was doing a lot of like solo music at the time and like music for movies. Um, that Michael, Michael J. Fox movie, uh, Secret to My Success. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, he was doing music for that. They made that into a musical, right? What? Everything's a musical. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is a real '80s ensemble cast. Right, and you're like musicals, <laughs> musicals. Don't know anything what? about. It. I actually, don't. I just did a few. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that Rob Lowe poster. I just remember that really vividly. Also, yeah. the Jim Moore, what, Joel Schumacher like loves. If he loves someone, he just like puts posters well, of he, them. In so the he, movie. he did Chariots of Fire, which oh, Saint Elmo's Fire, yeah, sorry, Saint, yeah, Saint which, Elmo's Fire, which he yeah. was in. And then there was a Molly Ringwald poster in the room too. Oh, he he's all about posters yeah. in this movie. <laughs> but like, it's really two really random posters for a kid his age. Yeah, I, I think there's the, the Jim Morrison painting, I guess, and like the pirate hanging yeah. the oh, in there, like lair. lair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the sunken hotel. Yeah, and then I think Jason Patrick was cast because he kind of looked like Jim Morrison. Yeah, very much so. By the way, I was, I was like working through some things. Yeah, <laughs> I would stay at that hotel. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they get uh, Chinese ordered to it, or I guess. I mean, they, I, I assume they picked it up, but it would be funny if they're like, yeah, okay, just go to the beachfront. Okay. <laughs> you know what? You want to hold on to the, to, under the train, there's yeah. the bridge. There's a bridge. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> hang on. Hang on for your life. <laughs> and uh, lower it down in a little dumb way. No, no, you, you come, come out. Yeah. You come out. You cry. And, and every time you get it, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it takes, it takes forever. God. It turns into maggots by the time it gets to you. It's crazy. Yum, yum, yum. Should we hit track four? Let's do it. I think so. Yeah. We got In Excess again with Jimmy Barnes laying down the law. Sweet blood on the razor. Is it poetry or politics? Forget about the nightmare. Uh, make it a dream that changes everything. I had to check my computer in the middle of that song. I thought that two songs accidentally started playing at the same time. Yeah, that's called Jimmy Barnes. <laughs> that's I'm the like, Jimmy Barnes effect. Can you please just stop singing and let Michael Hutchins do it? Oh, yeah, get out of his way. Get out of his way. It's really weird. I just like assumed that the soundtrack somehow came out like 10 years after the last good NXS record. Because it seems like they're just kind of like, doing, you know, yeah. they're kinda in that just, like yeah. just playing music mode. But no, they're like, they have good music coming out like later this year. It's really confusing. What? It's really weird. Yeah. yeah, it seems like old fashioned for NXS or yeah. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they. I think they just had the mics on when they were fucking around with their friend, and then yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Jimmy, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, come, come on." on. 
This is playing in the uh, the comic book shop where the the two Corys uh, oh, yeah. hang out. His name's Frog. I guess they're the Frog Brothers. Well, one one of the Frog Brothers isn't a Cory, but it's the yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Edgar and Alan, right? It's yes, the, but Corey Haim is yeah, yeah. Um, you know Michael's little brother. Who, Michael, you know, comes in and like <laughs> Take a drink. Uh, you know. <laughs> His real dick measuring contest about comics. He's like, um, he's, yeah. he's organized all wrong. Superman episode twenty five can't be a you know next to whatever issue ninety two. How amazing! This is the first Corey movie. Yeah. Corey's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this introducing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's not introducing them. Um, no, but it's the first time but, they're together. Yeah. Right, right. And then they went on to be like this whole brand. Yeah. Mean, oh yeah. It's like licensed to drive. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. The, and like the two Corys, they did not make good movies together. Yeah, I, no. have not, I have not seen any of that. This is the only Corey's movie I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Vice the Drive is really bad. <laughs> I remember loving it, but I haven't what seen it in a while. What other movies did they do? Dream a Little Dream? I did I like that dream. one. It's a bunch of, all, a bunch of all, shit. They're all really bad. This just sounds like your Bravo reality show. It's like the Corey's. They had one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> what? <Bam. Yeah>. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's, uh, so, like, so this movie was supposed originally going to be directed by Richard Donner. He ended up being a producer. But they brought him on because it was originally going to be like the Goonies, but with vampires. And wasn't Corey? Uh, Corey was in that, right? Yeah, Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. so that was the a connection there. I wouldn't have mind seeing Chunk in this one. No? Chunk! That would have been kind of fun. Yeah, I love Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> the truffle shuffle. There's my Chunk. If Kiefer could have done the truffle shuffle. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded <laughs> seeing Sloth in this. <laughs> he was one of the vampires that they like don't the, let hang out with him. Yeah. Like, stay in the lair. Yeah, the good one. Yeah, he's the, he's the muscle if we need him, but yeah. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, Corey is very charming and good in this. And like, I guess so good. after that he did that movie um, with Charlie Sheen was oh god what was that movie i can't remember but i know that i'm, I'm thinking it's um he was like lucas it's called uh he did the movie lucas with right. try sheen and the football movie that was kind of his last good movie yeah. and then just the you know flying too close to the sun on wings of cocaine yeah uh, for the rest of his life and never really recovered poor guy i gotta say i'm not mm. a big fan of comics but i would totally hang out at that place yeah it was really rock, cool and you know those two brothers are Trying to fight vampires? Yeah. Like, you guys are cool. Right. <laughs> and I saw that they, they asked Corey Feldman to act like Rambo. Oh, yeah. They are like, you're yeah. Rambo and you're Chuck Norris. I never realized that when I was a kid, but I totally got it this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, doing oh, that voice the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I just thought he was cool. <laughs> there, there are some sequels to uh, Lost Boys, which I don't recommend watching. Oh, no. But I might have to. They're straight, straight, straight to VHS? Yeah. I think so. Oh, you know what I read today? They just announced they're doing a, a CW series about the Lost Boys. No way. It, it would be perfect. It would be perfect, what, what, I think. What timing, right? That's yeah, weird. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, so the uh, the way that the vampires look later in the movie, I think at the time was like pretty original. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems very familiar to me because I think that Joss Whedon completely ripped it off for Buffy. Yeah. The, I think a lot of it was ripped off oh. for Buffy. I think so. I love that there's no CGI. I love all of that. You know, they used to do all that real stuff. I mean, right. it just mm-hmm. makes it so much cooler. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I guess the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, they look like this too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the timing was on that, if it was like a year or two later. Uh, it was probably, that was probably like 94 or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Christy Swanson and Paul mm-hmm. Rubens? And Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. He's hot, the king hot, vampire. Hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are spiraling again. <laughs> <laughs> Track five. Echo and the Bunny Men with People Are Strange. People are strange when you're a stranger 
It's, it's too bad they couldn't get the original, but uh, Ray Manzarek did play yeah. on the recording. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why it sounds so much like the original is yeah. because they're trying to remake it. This is like the, the wallflower school of covering a song. Yeah. Just like <laughs> trying to make it sound just as close as they can yeah. to the original. Yeah, why even do it? <laughs> I, think it I think it was literally like a rights thing. They couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah. I think like Schumacher was given, um, they were like, you can have anything you want from like the Atlantic catalog. But like, not the stuff that actually costs money, right? And he's like, oh, "Okay, I guess I gotta like put together a soundtrack. Maybe I'll call up uh, Ray Manzarek and see if he will let me have this song." I think it was it, what happened. They got uh, Echo and the Bunnymen like contracted to do it. The band that I love, by the way. And oh, I yeah, think, Echo yeah, and they the Bunnymen, pretty good great. job. Uh, I think it was. I think when Ray found out that they were doing it, he just like showed up and he's like, "He's like, no one's gonna play my part. Only I can play this easy little twinkly part." I do love this this part in the movie though, where they're like coming into town, seeing all the freaks. The guy with a mohawk. He's a mohawk. What? Girl in a bikini walking around. Wait, is this the scene where the sax guy? No, no, we're not The Emersons are driving into town. It's like the very beginning of the movie. You'll know the sax guy. Scene because it's a song that the sax guy sings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to say about the sax guy. I'll never Wait. forget it. Yeah. So excited. It's like seared into my memory. <laughs> what is that guy's real name in real life? It's Tom Capello. Tom yeah. Capello. Yeah, we'll get to him. Yeah. We'll just we'll skip him. ahead. <laughs> oh, the anticipation is killing me. Woof. Tim Capello. Tim Capello. Yeah. Tim Capello. Uh, yeah, Echo and the Bunny Man are great. It's, yeah, I like this. Yeah. It's fine. I, like I wonder him. how like Jim Morrison would think if, if he had seen this movie. He'd just be like, "What? <laughs> poster? Why is my poster look like me? It's like that guy it's looks like, like me. My song's playing. It's really weird. The guy in the excess kind of looks like me too. Like, why is this happening? The the uh, the, um, the vampire style. It's a little nautical, and it's a little like Jim Morrissey. Yeah. And then like they're ki- like pirate vampires, sort of. <laughs> like, I like I like Jim Morrissey. Party. He's Jim like Morrissey. a Morrissey guy. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, no, that's really good. I got what you're saying, but I like the idea of Jim Morrissey. But it's that whole idea, right? Like he died at 27, will forever be young. Right, and like yeah. that whole. Yes. I mean, that's you know, it's I get moody. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. and he's you know, Bill the lizard legend. King. Yeah, the lizard king. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should say Alex Winter is in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think this is right before Bill and Ted. Even though Bill and Ted seems a lot more dated than this for some reason. Was he Bill or was he Ted? I can never remember. Bill, I never. He was Bill. He was Bill. Bill. I right. saw that movie on my thirteenth birthday. There you go. <laughs> the new one coming out soon. Maybe yeah, we should yeah. do that soundtrack. Yeah, I always thought bigger things for Alex Winter. You know. Yeah, I don't know why. He was good. He was good. Yeah, he was he good. had a really good death in this movie, too. Oh, yeah. He's the first to die. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of Morrissey. He got, uh, was it just the flashlight to his face? Yeah. He gets staked. Stakes. He gets staked. It's when yeah, he's yeah. sleeping, though, That's and then right. he, he starts bleeding, but it's like glittery blood. Yeah. yeah. When they come above ground, they're like covered in glitter. That was a good touch, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie's good. Again, Twilight yeah. ripped off the glitter. Yeah. 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 Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I love this movie. I'm kind of excited about this next track. This is um, Cry Little Sister, theme yeah. from The Lost Boys by Gerard McMahon. Immortopia, that voice so clear through broken walls. 
that song has that song like influenced everything? It's uh, is it's that, like is that the beginning my, of that? It's lodged in my brain. I mean, everyone sings this when they think of the movie. I oh, feel for like. sure. It, it's playing the entire movie. Yeah, it does play a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like those weird sounds uh, I associate so strongly with this movie, and <laughs> it makes me so happy. It's like I I can't tell if this is a good song or not, just because I love those sounds so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is that a lyric: "Love is with your brother." Mm-hmm. Which I mean, even for a vampire, I think that's sit. <laughs> um, Gross. I also, while listening to this, yeah. was like, how much cooler would it be if this was Ozzy Osbourne singing this? Because it kind of mm. sounds like him and yeah. Phil Collins like had a baby. Oh. Um, oh yeah. And this is when he drinks the blood for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his lips will I will never forget them because they're so <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> He keeps tasting the blood over and over on his puffy lips. Um, so yeah, those are just a few thoughts I had about that. Wow. Uh, this movie is a lot about peer pressure, and that he like yeah. instantly jumps into yeah. the biggest decision of his life. But I, <laughs> I actually you know, like life. in rewatching it, I appreciate this even more. That it's like the new guy of town. Like mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of like following this girl, but then when the guys are like, "Hey, come on, Michael, Michael, Michael," yeah. Michael it's like. That's my name. He's just like, new friends. This is cool. Yeah. But then she says, like. it's blood. It's blood, Michael. And he goes, oh, yeah. That but that's the thing. Is they fuck up his head because they're like doing the maggot and the worm thing. Right. So yeah, he's like, right. like, okay, I get it. I'm hallucinating, I guess. And yeah. maybe he's like smoking a joint or something. And when she's like, it's blood, he's like, okay, yeah. quit fucking with me. And he's sure, just like, sure, sure. Ooh, and he drinks even more. But I, I do love the part when they're like, He's like, you know where uh, whatever the point is? And he's like, I can't beat your bike, man. And he's like, you just got to keep up. I'd be uh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would, oh, hook, line, sinker, I would be following these dudes. And would, you, like, would you hang from the bridge as well? In high school? Yeah. Oh, my God. In high school, yeah. If everyone was doing it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, oh, yeah. This no is why question. I can't have kids. <laughs> this is... See, this is what Schumacher didn't get, is there didn't have to be that female character at all. No. Michael just be I like, agree. okay, you want to race? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but uh, Jamie Gertz, uh, yeah. as star, pretty good in this. Yeah. She's great. Uh, she was like the Jennifer Love Hewitt of her day, I feel like. Very uh, much so. Jason yeah. Patrick, I think, got her cast because uh, they they were together in a movie called Solar Babies. Solar Babies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, couldn't quite get the skating down in Solar Babies. <laughs> Poor Gertz, you know, she tried and tried. <laughs> There's... <laughs> I remember her in Less Than Zero, too. Mm. She, was, she was great in that. She was in a lot yeah. in like this mid-80s to late-80s sort yeah. of thing. Um, I, I see her on TV a lot still. Yeah. She's, she's good. The song plays during the sex scene. Uh, I made a group of people rent this movie in like like freshman year of high school. It was like girls and guys like watching this thing, and I like... Felt bad because no one else was into it. Oh, and like God. the sex scene came, and I was like, do you guys want me to fast forward? And everyone was like, I mean... Do whatever. I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna fast forward it. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember it's like such a lame. Th- I was like, why didn't I just let it play and let everyone? Well, so that was the scene where I was like literally sweating bullets because oh, I was yeah. like, Mom said she's gonna take me out if there's boobs in this. It's a boob. But there wasn't. There's no, there no wasn't boob. boobs. There's so. no boob. No it's man. Very passionate. <laughs> it was a very weird approach to the rate the R rating. Yeah. Like, why was it rated R? I have no idea why. The violence. 
And some swears. Some swears, maybe. But not much. Not, it's, no, it should have been PG. And, you know, <laughs> demonry. <laughs> Back in the day. You never see that in the description. You know, it's like violence, nudity, demonry. Demonry. <laughs> it might have been. They fucking smoke a joint, which is, I mean, I guess. Drugs. Oh, the grandpa. Drugs. Grandpa's growing weed out the back window. Yeah, I didn't yeah. catch into that until the last time I watched hey, it. Hey, and they like make the yeah. smoking uh, doobies. Right, right. Dude, grandpa's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love grandpa's that grandpa. Grandpa's awesome. Mom's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Max, the head vampire, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Owns a video store. He's the coolest guy ever. So I know. <laughs> Pop collar. <Max>. I watch <laughs> it. I'm in love with everybody in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool. Diane Weiss, I'm like, let's. let's she's adorable. <laughs> Got a couple of Rainbucks' kids. I don't care. Yeah. That song, Cry Little Sister by Gerard McMahon. Gerard McMahon is the stage name for the real person, Gerard McMahanan. <laughs> no, it's Mc, McMahon. Mc, just, McMahan. Just a different spelling. Oh, man. The H is silent. Really didn't change it up that much. <laughs> Streamlined it. It's like, I've got a stage name. <laughs> All right, Nick. What do we, uh, we got next? Track seven. Eddie and the Tide with Power Play. I'm going to have such a hard time uh, reviewing this soundtrack because um, I love it all, but it has nothing to do with the music. Yeah. <laughs> Standalone. <laughs> They're not great songs. <laughs> that one I wrote, um, it reminds me of a water aerobics class at a senior center. <laughs> Wait, I just want to hear a little piece of that and imagine that again. All right, guys, come on. Nancy. Hands up. Hands up, Nancy. I see you. Ow. (laughs) This song's too fast. Oh, man. It reminds me of Ben Stiller's character in Heavyweights. He's, like, way too hard on the kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nice hustle. I could have done without this. Deli meat. This is, but it's also it's like playing in the background of the video true, store. True. So like it's kind of Muzaki. Yeah, yeah. It serves the serves the film, but maybe didn't need to be on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's so funny that the king head vampire is also like a video store manager, which is oh. like you know just a funny goofy day job that he's got. Now, I see, mean, I, w- I would definitely be at the video store because that's what I yeah. did every day after school. Oh yeah, rent a video, dude. This was the eighties. Did you see his house? Yeah, like, he's fucking living it. <laughs> He'd, the thing is, if he didn't die at the end of this movie, spoiler alert, like he would have, uh, he would have been in real bad shape uh, financially in yeah. a few years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. And then you have to move back in with the gang. You're like, hey guys, he's living in the, the, hey, the, yeah, the, the, the Barry Hotel. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm only here for a second. I'm in, these DVDs. They might, pull, like, I don't know. It could take off. I don't know. I, I invested too much in a laser disc. It blew up in my face. They're mailing people DVDs. That's not going to last. 
Oh god, and the the stuff they would let you rent when you were a kid too. Yeah. I'm like, I'll take uh, Faces of Death Part One and Two, please. Oh, no. And they're like, sure, no problem. And then I take that home, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> Why did you let me rent that? It was a yeah. golden age until I was like seven, and then like Tipper Gore really cracked down on stuff. Oh really? Yeah, and then like oh, with the parental advisory. Yeah, I used to be able to rent whatever video game I wanted, and then they all started having these like ratings on them, and then they would you know blockbuster clerks were Man, educated what? on what those ratings meant. What's Tipper's problem? What was, tip, what was up her butt? I don't know. <laughs> it was the 90s. People didn't know what real problems were. In Baltimore, were. they didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what people when things were. are too good, people are just like, ah, what, there's something wrong. Let's go after I know that there's something I think wrong. There's, there's some European music. country, I forget which one it is, but um, things are going really well there all the time. And... Uh, <laughs> okay. They, they have this uh, they have this protocol that uh, if you have like you have to have two guinea pigs and if one of your guinea pigs passes oh, yeah. away you get like a like the government will issue like an interim guinea pig so the other guinea pig isn't left alone for too long yeah, guinea pigs can't be alone yeah oh, God. it's like Finland or <laughs> yeah they've yeah. got like that's the stuff they're dealing with right right <laughs> pressing matters <laughs> no guinea pig left behind <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate it. Oh, man. I think we are uh, pulling up on a break here. All right. uh, At the end of the episode, we have a a recommendation to the track listing Spotify playlist. Our favorite uh, sax song. Our sleazy sax song. Just uh, an oily sax song. I still believe. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, And also, I think we have a game after the break. That's right. I prepared a game for you guys. Oh, what's the game? We'll we'll have to stick around to find out. Stick with us. What's up, track listers? Oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is the new way we're doing track No, no, let's, let's no, go no, with no, it. No, this no, is no, going no, well. No, are we doing this? Okay, hey, okay, guys, okay. No, we love to hear from you. So uh, please reach out to us on a variety of different uh, social medias. You can find us on Instagram. That's at tracklistingpodcast. Uh, you can rate and review in the iTunes store. And you can email us at gmail tracklistingpodcast at gmail.com and uh, please tell your friends tell everybody you know that you think might enjoy the podcast about the podcast also I think iTunes doesn't exist anymore but whatever (laughs) 2020 here we come uh, Spotify you can follow our uh, official tracklisting playlist on Spotify and you know send in your own recommendations Spotify still exists today's episode is brought to you by Lisa Mattresses our unofficial sponsor (laughs) we're all laying down as we record this I'm a purple guy to be honest I don't know. Purple. Bidding war. (laughs) Lisa, purple. Find it out for us. Come at us, purple. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Tracklisting. We have a game prepared by our very own Christopher Darden. That's right. Sounding like the theme song, we might have a round of, um... I think it's called Tinseltown! Look of confusion. (laughs) This is a game uh, where we, we take some clips from movies where characters in films are singing music and we have to identify what actor and what film it's from. That's correct. Spooky. Hopefully Chris has some hints for us because a lot of times we just flame out on these. But we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Uh, Let's jump right into clue number one, baby. Clue one. Watch that fringe and see how it flutters. When I drive those high-stepping shutters, nosy folks will peek through the shutters and their eyes will pop. The wheels are yellow, the upholstery's brown, the dashboard's genuine leather. With eyes and glass curtains that will 
Okay, so there's a little uh, duet. Can uh, we name? Man. I wonder okay. if this, it sounded like that song from another round of this game that we played. Uh, it's kind of sound like Elf, but it's not. Mm. It's it's before Elf. It's older. It is older. It is 1989. Hopefully, I'm seeing some confused faces. Well, that song is from yeah. Oklahoma, right? Right. Okay. But they are. But they're doing. They're doing singing it. They're in doing a little duet. 89. 89. Is this? A, I'm assuming this is a comedy. Rom comedy. Rom comedy. Uh, is Billy Crystal in this movie? Is this uh, when Harry met Sally? So yes, yeah. and who else? Who else would that be? Um, Meg Ryan. Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan America's Crystal. sweetheart. They are karaokeing right. in the store, and then Billy Crystal sees his ex mid. She can Oklahoma. really see. All right. <laughs> Good job, team. Okay. Good job. Yeah. So that's yeah. practice. That was practice. That was good. Nick on that one. Good job. Good job. Good job. Gave it away when he said 89. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we get into clue two? Let's do clue two. Here we go. Thank you. But even then I knew I'd find a much better place. Either with or without you. Thank you. Get up. Come on. Don't you want me? Come on. You know I can't believe that. What are you guys doing? Come on. <laughs> okay. So I, I definitely want to say I thought I had it, but then the vo- I heard a John voice. C. Riley. It sounded like John C. Riley's voice. Yeah. Okay. For sure. That's okay. that is the male voice on um. this. So, and who is this like the director's cut for Step Brothers? No. <laughs> no, this sounds great. Is this a more uh, serious film? It is a more serious film. Is it? Is it like Jennifer Aniston? It is not Jennifer like Aniston. Girl um, is this movie... Schindler's List? <laughs> Whoa. No? What? no? Yes, nice cut. It's Schindler's List. No. <laughs> is, is this a unnecessarily long movie? Are oh, you no. thinking of Magnolia? Yeah. <laughs> it is not Magnolia. Uh, is well spotted. It is not Magnolia. It is not Magnolia. Oh, it is God. from 2010. And do you guys want to hear it one more time? Sure. Let's take another listen. Clue two. I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. <laughs> Thank you. Oh but even then I knew I'd find a much better place. Either with or without you. Thank you. Get up. Come on. Don't you want me? Come on. You know I can't believe it. Okay, okay. I want to say that I also hear Will Ferrell in there. There's no Will Ferrell. Oh, in it's this the ghost movie. of Will Ferrell. 2010, John C. Riley. I'm trying to think, like Cyrus or something? Is it? Oh. Is that who is that? Mar- Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. It is Marissa Tomei yeah, and okay. Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Marissa Tomei yeah. and John what C. Movie Riley. Is that? I don't know that. Movie. It's, it's where uh, Marissa Tomei's son is Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, Duplass brothers film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're killing it. Um, so Duplass, Duplass, Marissa Tomei, Duplass. Total Smoke Show. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. Did well, you ever hear well, that well, rumor that like she didn't actually win the Academy Award, but Jack Palance that night he like did the one arm push up on the on stage. <laughs> Just I accidentally read her name. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but it's like a legend. <laughs> oh, man. They just like couldn't take it yeah. back. They're like, oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, my man. cousin Vinny. Yeah. yeah. Jack Palance was like having heat strokes and like doing a one arm push up. Oh, my God. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. In the winter. <laughs> that was the only movie he saw that year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Clue 3. Let's hear Clue 3. Here it comes. Somebody hold me too close. Somebody hurt me too deep 
Somebody sit in my chair and ruin my sleep and make me aware of being alive. Being alive. Well, it's from Company. Well, the song is. Is is this song in the scene in the movie that it's in being performed um, on a piano in an apartment? Don't. It's not an apartment. It's not an apartment. A condo. No, it's a (laughs) townhouse. What what are you thinking? I I I thought it was the scene. uh, I don't think it in as good as it gets where he's like playing the piano. It is not. It it is not not, as good as it gets. Um, the that voice sounds weirdly familiar. (laughs) It should. Okay. What what did you give us a date? Twenty nineteen. So think recent. Can we hear that clue one yeah, more time? Yeah, yeah, one more time. Yeah. 2019. Clue three. Somebody hold me too close. Somebody hurt me too deep. Somebody sit in my chair and ruin oh, my Tom sleep Hanks. and make me aware of being alive. All too deep for Tom Hanks. Yeah. I can just picture him as Mr. Rogers singing this. Mm-hmm. I hear like a little bit of Chris Parnell in there or something. Oh, yeah. uh, 2019. Yeah, 2019. There was, was a, lot a, of, a lot of movies last year I did not was get a, around to seeing. Whiplash 2, The Whippening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is a drama? This is a, a, a big drama. A bit. Oh. Big drama. Um, I will give you a hint. There was another scene in which his partner, uh, very, uh, like right before this, is singing with their whole family. So it's sort of like, this is the next scene, and this person is singing alone. That's a big hint. I'm getting a strong Caleb didn't watch this movie vibe. <laughs> I, I don't think you have. I, th- I thought you guys may have seen it. but 2019 um, was last year. Is it, um, <laughs> is it like a biopic? Are they playing no, real people? it is not no? a biopic. It's not it a Star is Born. <sighs> no, I, there I were some know. Oscar noms for this one. Hmm. <sighs> You know I mean? it, it's a green book. <laughs> oh wait, um, green book. call me by your name. No, no. no. Oh, good, good guess though. Twenty nineteen. The, the Oscars just happened for. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay, you guys give up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, Let's hear that clue one more time. Clue three. Clue three. Give maybe. us like more hints. Okay. Somebody hold me too close. Somebody hurt me too deep. Somebody what's, what's like the war? The war oh, movie? You know what? It's Irishman, but they, they DH'd his voice. That's why I don't recognize it. No! <laughs> 1917. Uh, Parasite. Joker. <laughs> it was totally Parasite. Yeah. Weird song for the movie, though. It is a Netflix original movie. Oh, A Marriage oh, Story. A Marriage Story. Uh, so? Steph watched that without me. Oh, it was so uh, Adam Driver. Adam, Adam Driver in oh. A Marriage Story. It's a pivotal scene in the movie. Uh, I thought you guys may have seen it. It's a... Damn. Okay. The movie's for free. It's not worth watching. That's what I was told. <laughs> very, very true. You guys are not going to like these next two clips. <laughs> okay, let's Clue get through four. this. Clue four. No, no, I, I, the, that voice is interesting to hear him singing. Clue four. I'm packed and I'm holding. 
She's smiling, she's living, she's golden, she's this for me. Sing it to the mic. Jesus. No. She goes round and she goes down on me. And you, Tats, you got something to say? No. Coming over you. Keep on smiling, what we go through. One stop to the rhythm of the badger. I see you eyeing that ponytail. Does this movie feature either David Spade or Norm MacDonald? It does not. Okay. Mm. Well, that's a Third Eye Blind song that we were just talking about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The American Pie. Yeah. Uh, uh, featured in the American Pie movie, but not the soundtrack. That's true. I thought it was Could've quite should've. apropos. Hmm. Did we have a year on this? 2018. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This is another Oscar film for us. <laughs> Not an Oscar film. Black and white. Quite the opposite, in fact. You can kind of tell that it wasn't nominated for Oscar. <laughs> I don't know what gives it away. 2018. Is the person singing the star of the film? Mm-hmm. It's, she's part of a couple. It's about the couple. Okay. Is, I, is it like a Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? It's not Tina Fey or Amy Poehler. Or Scarlett Johansson. Closer well, with that one. She's got a low voice. Let's hear that again. Let's hear it again. It does sound a little Tina Fey, but it's not. I'm packed and I'm holding, I'm smiling, she's living, she's golden, she's this for me. Sing it to the mic. Jesus. No. She goes round and she goes down on me. And you, Tats, you got something to say? No. Come on over here. Keep on smiling, what we go through. One stop to the rhythm of the badger. I see you eyeing that ponytail. Sounds like I don't know if I can place the sounds voice. Sounds like she's like shopping, or like at karaoke yeah. in a bar, maybe. She's uh, at a bar. Okay. She's not doing karaoke though. She's, she's singing stripping. to a jukebox. Uh, there we go. Jukebox at a bar. Two thousand. She's a ponytail. Two thousand eighteen. I, I just might not watch movies anymore. Is that the problem? You might not have seen oh. this one. I don't think I've seen this one. Can, give us, uh, give us some more juice. I'll give you a big hint. She has a gun in this. She's singing with a gun. No, that's not doing anything. <laughs> that's, that's the big hint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think any of us have seen this movie. Okay. Oh, no. All right. Are we tapping I'm out? Sorry. Give us a, her, give us a hint to the actress. In this is Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman, 2018? Mm-hmm. Um, having a gun. Oh. Um, uh, oh, Game Night? It's Game Night. Oh, I did uh, fucking watch this movie. Okay, well, it's a very popular uh, movie. I'm trying to think Who, of who's the female. Come on. I didn't see it. Um, I hardly remember this movie. Maybe you should check your notebook. <laughs> Renee Zellweger. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Oh, no. Zellweger. Oh, wow, you're really walking oh, us man. through this. <laughs> We're going to get some hate mail for this. Thank you, Chris. Right, I find was, a clue on uh, Cold uh, Mountain. Um, <laughs> I regret to inform you that there is a fifth round. <laughs> there is a fifth round. This is for uh, all. None of the Marvels. I'm going to hate it. I'm embarrassed because uh, I didn't watch it. Man. Okay. Man, I don't She's also remember. a very good singer. <laughs> <laughs> Love Zellweger. Sorry, sorry. Clue five. Clue five. Is this a Coen Brothers movie? It is not. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say yeah, Inside Lewin Davis. Davis oh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, there was a lot of Inside Lewin Davis that I could have used, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do it. This is an old one. We're going back in time. Okay. Woo! 1967, in fact. 
Ooh. Okay. Um, do we have like a Marilyn Monroe in the movie? No Marilyn Monroe. Like Six Was it like an was it an action movie? Like um, not was there shootouts re- and things? Is it a not period re- film? A little bit. Is it a period film? So it's, uh, it's it, set well, in the mid sixties. Uh, I think it was set before then, but yeah, I, I would say maybe like the fifties or something. All right, let's hear that right, one, one more time. Is that a banjo? Mm-hmm. Is this a deliverance? Is it a prison movie? Is it it's Cool Paul, Hand Luke? Is it Paul Newman? It is Paul oh, Newman. Yeah. Cool yeah. Well done, yeah. gentlemen. Well single-handedly. done. Single-handedly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Single-handedly. Just eat all those eggs on that. <laughs> so gross. Oh, I do. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's crying during this scene. But uh, it's a great movie. It's a great yeah. movie. Man, it's I'm a great that scene. That movie. Oh, um, it was set. I looked it up. It's set in the early fifties. Okay, but okay. written in. Oh, yeah. Filmed in 1965. 67. Good oh. job, everybody. Good job. Hey. I tried. I tried. That was old Luke. Anybody got some eggs? <laughs> For the listeners, Chris, what is the name of that game? Uh, Tinsel Tattoo. Thank you very much. Well done. Well done. Thank you again, Chris. <laughs> we really want to say thank you. <laughs> Well, we, got a we, got our, we got our we got our way to most of those answers. Yeah, that's good. You guys got three out of five, uh, single-handed. <laughs> we do have the Lost Boys soundtrack to get back to. I'm ready. All right, we are pulling into track eight. This is Tim Capello with "I Still Believe." <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are full stinky sacks. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this song I think is so fierce. This is <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. It's by far the most memorable scene in this film. Oh my god! Well, yeah, yeah and it's funny because the scene it, it's like so different than how the song sounds. Because yeah. like I was thinking, I was picturing like after hours on the dance floor, like at a Brooklyn club, like, and this song comes on. Come on, yeah, it's like amazing. <laughs> But this is like uh, in the movie. It's kind of like uh, oh, man. Th- it's like Thunderdome on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like there's like fire everywhere on the beach. Well, it's hysterical. He's, yeah, <laughs> I read where he actually performed in a g-string as well. Oh yeah, uh, and they're Pretty like common. put some jeans, put some on, pants man. on. Oh, man. So this is. Uh, I went through a real journey with this song in my lifetime. Uh, like, this song has touched a lot of people. Just, just, if you haven't seen the movie, he's topless. Uh, with just the greasiest like muscle. He's a bodybuilder, body like a uh, like a real Mister Universe style yeah. bodybuilder, like a ponytail that is like <laughs> curly. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a giant chain on, and he's playing a saxophone, but like in the most like <laughs> G- like gyrating, gyrating. He looks way. like a, it's hilarious. It reminds me of the cunt smasher yeah. uh, viral video. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <I love> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're uh, just just a, every every night of the week concert in Santa Clara. So free free show, free show. When I moved to Brooklyn, it's the same thing. The pool parties on the water. Yeah. Uh, so when I was a kid, I was like, I just kind of obviously. Uh, Accepted as fact. It's like, oh yeah, this is a band. It's a giant uh, bodybuilder playing a sax, doing a song. And then, like, when I watched it later on, I was like, oh, obviously, this is just like a weird actor yeah. that is for whatever reason pretending to play this song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's yeah. what I thought. I was like, I'm so naive. And then, like later, I like was reading something, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the actual fucking guy that did that song. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's. Fa-. And then I find out that it's that it's a cover of a song. Uh, this band called The Call did the song. It sounds very similar. I don't. I don't think there's saxophone though. Maybe there's less sax. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they wanted them for the film, and they were just like, we don't want to go out to Santa Cruz and be in this weird teenager like whatever oh they should have done it fools. so yeah. they they yeah. turned it down the call which is like the a, entire a band, band. Have been shirtless it's like an 80s band that i don't love but they do have one song that i like quite a bit anyways they turned it down and so then they got tim capello who's like a kind of a session musician for the most part uh playing with like tina turner and different people oh. and he recorded a cover of that song very faithfully but with some real oily sax <laughs> I saw. I never seen that John Hamm like sketch they did on SNL where he plays this guy. It's, like, it's this guy, but he's playing the other song, right? Isn't he playing Careless Whisper or something? No, he's just. I don't think it's Careless Whisper. It's like <laughs> Andy Samberg like steps on a uh, like a dream catcher on the street, and Fred Armisen like casts this curse on him. And I guess the Sergio, I don't know if it's the same character's name in the movie, but Sergio <laughs> keeps like bursting into this guy's life and just playing the, the song from the movie. Oh, God. But John Hamm does such a good job yeah. of playing Tim Capello. It's so on point. Well, I Googled this song because I was so obsessed with it after I listened to it. Yeah. And there was this stadium with like 100,000 people and he's playing the song. And I was like, was this guy like that popular? Yeah. Turns out it was a Tina Turner concert and she let him perform the whole song. Oh. And she's literally dancing around him and grabbing his ass the entire time. (laughs) Tina, Tina, Tina. And then I also. And apparently also Carly Simon used to put a leash on him and walk him around the stage (laughs) like a dog. I did read that too. So Lost Boys was the highlight for him. Yeah. So, Tim Capello. <laughs> what a like career. A, he's a real he's 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 a great sax man. Yeah. Obviously he's like hitting, sax man. He's hitting sax that, man by trade. That's some good sax. <laughs> he's hitting that tenor sax pretty hard. I think the story was is that um well into a professional career he became like a heroin addict as so many like oh, musicians yeah. in that time. And he kicked it and part of his like Part of kicking heroin is he just started bodybuilding yeah. as like his replacement obsession. Using steroids instead of heroin. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, heroin and, happens and, to a lot of sax players, but not the bodybuilding part. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> yeah, Coltrane never bulked up. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I also love it that Tina Turner was basically just living as her character in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which hey, he, Raggedy Man. <laughs> he also played, he played on that too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Tim. Yeah, was he in the Thunder? We don't need another hero. No, I don't know no, if he was in it. He no, should have been. Wasn't in the should have been. He was on set. I can guarantee but that. But she was literally yeah, just yeah. dancing around him the whole number and then just caressing the butt cheek every time she went around. <laughs> that would be awesome. It turned out that Tim Capella was the Lord Humongous. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's on Cameo. There's a, we gotta find uh, out. We should look the it up. scene in the Road Warrior when he's playing the sax. <laughs> just <Okay>. walk away. <laughs> The fire is just spitting out of the yeah. water. Gesticulating. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Great and song. Best yeah. song so far. Yeah. So good. It's amazing. Yeah, way to go, Tim. Thanks to the call for writing that song as well. well yeah. Uh, let's move into track nine. This is Mummy Calls with Beauty Has Her Way. Where all wishes twist And bitter they kiss Everything to you In doorways and rain I run to you Sometimes she shines and I This is, of all like the nondescript songs that I don't remember from this movie, this might be one of the better ones. I think you're right. Um, this is when uh, Michael's watching star uh, Jamie Gertz kind of ride away with David, right. uh, Kiefer Sutherland. It's like, she bailed on you, man. Or she, she two-timed you, man. How could she? Because he had seen her during the sax concert and fell in love with her. Which I don't, I couldn't take my eyes off the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. oh my God, that's one of those situations where you're like, that's a beautiful woman, but also like, what What's is happening, happening on stage? <laughs> I yeah, can't yeah. look at both of them at the same time. It would have been great if he like slid, he was working his way through the crowd and he caught up to her and he's like, can you believe this? <laughs> yeah. Can what? you believe this show? What is Who is this guy? <laughs> you, you come here a lot? Yeah. <laughs> is this guy always playing? I'm new to town. Is, yeah. Does he play here all the time? Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Oh, this is the best town in the world. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I was watching the music video for this song, and uh, the guy is like cast in a blue light, and he mm-hmm. looks like Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> like Dead Ringer oh, man. for Drop Dead Fred with um, the, like the hairs up. What's what's Drop Dead face. Fred's real name? I can't remember. Uh, but he's also on the Young Ones. Oh, okay. Um, God, he's an amazing actor. <laughs> it's really funny. Passed away a couple of years ago. It sounds very reminds me of uh, the band Dead Alive. Kind of look like that. The guy from Spin Me Around, like right round. Dead, that's Does he have an eye patch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another eye patch. Cosmetic eye patch. All right, Nikki. What are we? Uh, I think we're pulling up on our last track. Rick Mail. Rick Mayo. That was his okay. name. He's amazing. He's, he's rest in peace. Sorry. That's true. We are arriving at the last track, track Perfect. 10. I feel like most of the soundtracks we do don't end on like a nice 10. I know. Yeah. This is To the Shock of Miss Louise by Thomas Newman. I think this song was also in Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> I thought. This when is I heard it. Absolutely. <laughs> so when I when I got all of this soundtrack to put together the uh, the set for tonight, I got a hold of the. It was a double CD. It looked like an official release, a double CD extended version, and it had a few songs on the soundtrack that weren't on the original one. Um, it had Run DMC and a couple other songs, but uh, it had so much score. And it had a few score. It was all by this guy, and a few of them were like in parentheses, unused score. Mm. <laughs> I've got more score if you guys want. I'll just, <laughs> now we're good. Thomas, just put it in the pile. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just like, how long do you think this movie is, Tom? <laughs> um, that, that Run DMC song, that Walk This Way, that Aerosmith was on. I have a funny story about Run DMC. When I was in my German pop band, 
we opened for Run DMC. Wow. What? And in NY5? Sh- yeah. And we shared uh, the dressing room and everything with them. And I still have the name tag that says like 5NY Run DMC. Amazing. And it was for this like really weird event where it's like it paired skeet shooting with golf. They were trying to make that take off. Wow. <laughs> it was like MTV sponsored. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, think, I think it might still happen. I don't There's know. There's so much going on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh man! All right. Now, uh, if you want a golf club, go to this line. If you, you want, want to shoot something, <laughs> go to that line. Please get in line. It's supposed to be like some sort of new biathlon. Yeah, like, uh, it was like a weird kind of like they were trying to do the the new Olympics. extreme sports. Like, mm. except how extreme oh, can golf so ever be? Right, right. <laughs> when that song came out, people were just like hip hop and rock. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> That was a good scene though, where they like kill all the like skinheads yeah. around the fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're all yeah, jamming out. Yeah, I was a big fan of like the '90s like dancing that mm-hmm. the, the yeah, they're like just, yeah. really <laughs> just, they're like tribal style, three like. people kind of moshing like alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like all right, and that's the that's the titular Lost Boys scene. It's yeah, like, uh, yeah. they'll live forever, but you must feed. <laughs> We should order delivery. It takes a long time. <laughs> Michael, 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 Michael. And seeing uh, the clip of Kiefer Sutherland reminded me of that clip where he jumps into the Christmas tree, <laughs> which I like looked into. He did it. He tried to like save himself in some interview where he was like, well, I had had some drinks, but it was a movie that I was producing uh, about this band and I bought the Christmas tree and I just thought it'd be really funny, but I had had some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy in the, that's uh, shooting. It's like, hey, Keith, you're a pirate. He's like, ah, oh, that explains everything. Oh, he just gosh, dives uh, headfirst into a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. There's another great photo of him with just his pants completely around his ankles, and he's in like a bar booth, just like, nah. Oh, wow. He's a wild guy. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he lived through it, man. You know, he lived through the Brat Pack uh, yeah. era and then like transitioned into like a, a good actor. But you and know, he still had flatliners after this, which was also good. Flatliners? Oh, well, this is uh, Stand By Me hadn't even come out yet. I think yeah. he had just gotten oh, done. Wow, yeah. So this is like really early Keith. There's another really good song in this movie that didn't make it and it's when the kid's in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what? on the, the extra bonus stuff. Uh, it's so. the, the guy's middle name's like Frogman. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> okay. Wait, what's it called? Uh, we've got Ain't No Ain't Got No Home Yeah. by Clarence Frogman someone. <laughs> is that it? Is that the one? Is that the one? Ain't got no home I know later on Ain't got no home I know later on I'm a lonely boy There's my frog man That's uh, yeah, Corey so Haim in the bathtub yeah. And then it's uh, a, kind of a prelude to Death by Stereo <laughs> Whoa <laughs> I remember uh, Corey Haim's robe in this movie Because I wanted one when yeah. I was a kid And now that I'm watching it It was like a print of Mondrian Like on the robe Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> Dude, Corey Haim's style is... It was so good. It would have stuck out a little bit in Phoenix in 1987. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Santa Carla fits right (laughs) up. I'm a little bit also... There's the scene at the beginning when they're rolling into town and they're trying to find like good music on the radio when the whole family's driving. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're poo-pooing like love and spoonful and different things. And then later on, this this kid's in the tub getting down to this song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> something doesn't yeah, right? line up. Yeah, yeah. This is not <laughs> um, also like I love them the prep to get ready to like kill the vampires. It was like very Goonie style, yeah, like suit up scene. Uh, yeah. All that. That was amazing. But I was very sad when they destroyed 
Like literally destroyed Grandpa's house. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, Grandpa's I house, like, the cool yeah. house. I mean, the, bonus the, the house. toilets, the sinks, everything blew up. <laughs> really with blood. Yeah. Up. He, he's there was like the, mother all over again. He's like the oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> Like, grandpa's like the Deus Ex Machina at the end, though. It's kind of yeah, great. Yeah. He comes, you're like, oh yeah, fucking Grandpa's back. But Grandpa, if you, <laughs> there's so much because I was watching with Steph. She'd never seen it, and she called that uh, that Max was a head vampire early on. But then right. she was she was shaking a little bit. But um, like Grandpa is like constantly in the second half of the movie, kind of poking around and like looking at Michael and being like. On his face, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, he's he a vampire now. Something's yeah. not right with him. <laughs> and then when he's driving away, and there's like these huge stakes, there's like a big point of him showing him like he's driving huge stakes into the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's so obvious the second time you watch it. You're like, oh, yeah. I do love that scene too where they're trying to catch Max as the head vampire. So they're like, here's some fresh grated Parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> but it's raw garlic. Yeah, yeah. Garlic. Mm, mm, <laughs> yum. <laughs> Uh, oh, this movie's great, man. Yeah, Rewatch it, yeah. everybody. I, I, the movie's great, but we it. are going to have to rate oh, the soundtrack. Is that how we? Okay. Yeah, it's the soundtrack. I'm not going first this Sometimes time. I'm okay. not going first. Okay, who wants to go first? Oh, Chris is raising his hand. Chris, what do you think of this film? <laughs> Don't do it, man. <laughs> Out of okay. 15 stars, 15. decimal points allowed. 15 lost 15 Jim Morrisons. 15, 15 Jim cloves Morrisons. of 15, raw garlic. 15 <laughs> Schumachers. You know, 15 steaks. It, the, the movie has such a, an interesting ambiance to it, and I think that is helped by this soundtrack. It's one of those things, I've listened to it many a times, I've seen the movie many times, I can't tell if I like this music ironically or I genuinely like it anymore. It's been, I'm too deep. I've lived in Brooklyn too long. <laughs> like, um, we are way too close to this. I'm way too close to it. But like, I, I still believe, I remember the first time I heard it, like in middle school, I was like, this is ridiculous. And now like, you know, it's on my songs that I listen to. Like, I, I genuinely enjoy it. So. It's like Spotify keeps recommending it to you every week. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Just on a loop. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have to. I have to give it a positive rating, though. I, I, I'm going to give this an 11.6. All right, uh, out of 15. 11.6. Uh, standalone, some of these songs are not good, <laughs> and I think Oof. we can that all Eddie and the Tides. All right, yeah. Nikki, why don't you go next? You're always kind of a naysayer. Maybe you could uh, give us oh, a little man. bit of counterpoint. This one's kind of a tough one for me to rate. I feel like. Uh, you'd want like more original recordings of some of the cover songs that we heard. Like you'd want a song by the Doors to be on there, but it's not. We just get like the Ray Manzarek and the, the band that they recorded that with. Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, but I like the sounds and the textures of a, a lot of the songs on there. But it's just the songwriting. <laughs> They're using all the sounds I like, but uh, it's just the, some of the songs aren't quite there yet. And I feel like if the soundtrack was a was a person, it'd be like a kind of like a confused tourist in, in New York City. Like, where's the uh, Empire State Building? And you like point them in the direction, and then they just smile and they walk towards the Staten Island Ferry. Oh <laughs> yeah, he paints a picture. That's yeah, happened to me yeah. before. But uh, yeah, and it, it's it's happily walking towards the, the ferry. Like, should I stop on? No, no, I think I'm just gonna let it go. Uh, no, they'll figure it out. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it a six Okay. All right. 6.0. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. I mean, I love the movie, but I think the movie could have benefited more from using more music that was out at that time. We had all these like hair glam bands, like, you know, that, you know, Warrant and like Rat, Poison, like all of these Winger. Kind of, <laughs> Winger. I think if they had used more of that stuff, it would have been more relevant. Yeah. Because it, yeah, yeah. it feels like 
it's a little dated even for that, for yeah. the, when the movie came out. It's a specific point in time. You're very right about yeah. that. But for I Still Believe Alone, I have to give this a positive rating because Tim Capella, I mean, come on. I mean, like, yeah. That's kind of changed my life. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one gets a 15. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I also feel like there could have been more like old songs in it. Like I think the Door song... And yeah. like the ain't got a man, like those things kind of kept it grounded. It could, they could have used a couple more of those, but anyway, I'll go with I'll give it an eleven. All nice. right, yeah. nice, very good, Pretty cool. Thank All you, right, uh, just to bring wrap us home. Up. I I love the movie so much. I gotta I gotta recommend everybody rewatch the movie. I think it really holds up. Um, it, as you go through, I think the People Are Strange cover is like fine. Um, Cry Little Sister is so great. And I still believe. Uh, I can't give this a negative review. I guess um, 7.5 is is an ambivalent review. I'll give it a 7.6. Okay. All right. Okay. There we go. <laughs> but uh, And now we're, we're all members of the D- Diane Weist fan club at this point. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're Weisting. <laughs> I'm Weisting. <laughs> Gertz and Weist. The two women. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so uh, not a great soundtrack, but I... At the same time, I enjoyed listening to it so much. That's the weird part. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I totally loved listening to it. <laughs> like, just jamming. I had never heard of most of these songs when I, <laughs> I was like seen the movie a million times. But well, before we go, we're going to recommend, uh, based on this movie, our favorite sleazy saxophone song. Just sweaty saxophone. Uh, yeah. Who wants to recommend first? Uh, Caleb, why don't you lead us off? All right. Uh, mine is maybe not as sweaty as some of the other songs are going to be, uh, but it has an interesting story behind it. So this song is from 1972. Um, it's kind of famous in New York in that it was a record that a... Uh, in 72, there was a guy who was throwing like underground like loft parties in Manhattan, and he somehow came across this record and started playing it. And it kind of like changed the musical culture of New York. So much so that uh, people couldn't get a, like a copy of the record. So people, all of a sudden, people started uh, covering it like really faithfully, and there was a bunch of bootlegs. Uh, but this is original. It's by a Cameroonian artist named Manu Dabango. Uh, the song is called Sol Makasa. was uh obviously it was sampled or or it was cribbed for michael jackson and later rihanna mm-hmm. but uh it's got some real yakety sax i love it michael yeah, was yeah. like i like that i want to use that <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna steal i'm gonna steal that manu like eventually went to court i think he got his pound of flesh for for everybody stealing his jam well you oh. told me the story of like Rihanna had the song, and it was clearly like "I'm the same song, I'm the same And then uh, I guess Michael Jackson's estate sued her for that, and they're like, "No, we took it from this other thing." <laughs> oh, so no. like, what do you do? Peel back the layers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Man, what does that mean? Mama say, Mama say, Mama. I don't think it actually means anything. I think it's kind of kind of kind of It's catchy though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, what do you got for us for a sleazy, oily sax song? <laughs> well, I've always been more of a romantic myself. 
Um, I get oiled up and then I make love. <laughs> so I, in keeping with the NXS theme, this uh, is a song I used to belt out in my bedroom. Uh, yeah. Never tear us apart. It has a great sax solo. Hell yeah. Let's hear it. That's off of Kick. That would came out later. It's off of Kick. Later in the year after Lost Boys. Yeah, so good. Has a good like old, old school vibe to it. Almost like a fifties kind of triplet kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful right. song. Who's next? <laughs> Chris, I can do it. Do it. Um, sleazy sax song. <laughs> sleazy sax song. I, I can do this for hours. <laughs> I don't know how sleazy mine is, okay. but um, this is one oily. Of the, oil, this is pretty oily. This is pretty oily. <laughs> Uh, this is one of the better uh, sax um, solos that I know of. It's off of one of my favorite songs. Uh, it's by the Australian powerhouse group Minute Work. Um, a little song called Who Can It Be Now? And let's hear that little mid uh, bridge, I guess. O- oily bridge. Or moist. <laughs> <laughs> Boppity saxity yeah. solo. Yeah. Only fun. the second Australian recommendation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It was on their uh, album. It was a single first, and then they released it on uh, Business as Usual, which is the same um, album that Land Down Under was on. And uh, I think it got a little overshadowed. But um, I dare you not to dance to that. <laughs> you can't, I mean, cannot. all I can imagine in my head is I want to wear like a business suit and <laughs> sidestep to that. Like, <laughs> burr, burr. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Minute Work, wow, one of my favorites. They've, they've put some uh, greasy saxophone in a lot of songs. Yeah. Is it Colin Hay? Is Colin Hay, yeah. yeah, who later had a sort of a cool resurgence um, in, I guess, the 90s? Yeah, I think we had him on our Garden State soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, episode, mm-hmm. if you guys want to dig into the archives. Yeah, <laughs> baby. There you go. All right, Nikki, bring us home. What do you got? Sax solo. I've got a track called On the Beat by the BBU&Q band. It stands for the uh, Brooklyn, Bronx, and Queens Band. It was a band that was put together by a guy I think maybe we've talked about on the podcast. His name was Jacques Petrus. Uh, he was a big disco swindler, con artist. Oh, man. Uh, may start- or may or not have ever stepped foot in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> he started in Italy. Um, you sent me that giant, like, Tumblr article about him or something? Someone needs to adapt that into uh, yeah. something. I it's mean, it's an wild. amazing story. It's wild. Uh, you know, Sam Goody was a big music chain in Italy at the time, and he just opened a store called Sam Goody, spelled differently. Yeah. I used to go to it <laughs> on 6th <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> started his own disco imprint. You know, he started bands like Change and uh, BB, BB&Q Band 
and um, another band called Rudy. But it's kind of these like B level disco bands that Italo were Italo disco, Italo right? disco. Yeah. Uh, you know, never paid anybody. Well, of course, yeah. just like complete grifter, <laughs> Barry Gordying everybody. Um, but he he managed to get us this sax solo out of somebody. <laughs> so uh, let's hear a little bit of that. This is on the beat. That's fantastic. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. I think this may have been our most successful recommendation thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> solid. These will do quite well on the Where on can the people find this uh, playlist? I tried to search for it the other day. I couldn't find it. Official track listing Spotify playlist. <laughs> yeah. Official I think track that's listing it. playlist. It's on there. On Spotify. It's on there. We have 12 subscribers. It's great. Mostly Van Halen at this point, but uh, <laughs> it exists. Just it's love Ice diverse. Cream Man. I don't see why I can't recommend it every week. I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you, Brian, so yeah, much for coming. You, oh my god, Brian. I had such a good time. Yeah, this thank is you great. guys. Where can we find you? Do you want to plug anything? Oh, I'm sitting here. He's not good. <laughs> find him here in Shroudman uh, Studio. That's right. Brian West. Thank you so much. We for love coming. you, Brian. Thanks so we much for you coming guys. on. Great Thanks for bringing on the Lost Boys. Yeah. Good night, everybody. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. 